my throat. So I got some some halls up here. So if uh, I if it uh, if it gets scratchy, I will get the halls all out and, and good to go. And then uh, last uh, I think last week or week before I had, I had, a, had another scare. You know, um, it's, you know, it's, it's, you know, you know. But at the, at the time, I think think that I've, I've told all the stories. There's always some more more stories that you know that happened. Uh, you know, that I, I did call the life squad. Uh, what two weeks ago? A week ago, I think it was two weeks ago. Uh, as I was home, and uh, anyway, long story short, I, was, I got I got getting busy. I fell over and I couldn't get up. Um, and uh, so I ended, I ended up calling called the life squad. I'm trying to find Mark. Uh, you know, the life squad. Um, and it's something that I learned when you call the life squad and you stutter. If they hear a stutter, they think stroke. So you know. So between the room going 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 around and around at 100 mile an hour, and uh, and I'll be honest, it's not often that that I panic, but that day I panicked. The room was getting dark. You know, I wasn't passed out, but I was about halfway out. Uh, and so they they come ask me all these questions, and I was trying to talk. I was I was stuttering worse than the normal because I didn't feel good, and they was asking me all these silly questions. You know, they said, "Sir, you have a stroke." I said, "No, I stutter." No, you don't. <laughs> yes, I do. You know, so um, but you know, it, it, it was quite complicated. Look at the hospital. I I explained the hospital to the folks there that it just the way I talk. It either who I am. So, uh, but uh, just I thought I thank you, thank the Lord for His grace. It's sufficient for every hour. And I thank the Lord. Things was not worse that they think. It was a combination of the uh, neck surgery uh, had, had, had caused some numbers to rise and, and fall, and they think that uh, my blood medication over the years had got too strong, and uh, so they think that was, was, was part of it. But the but the worst part, the doctor said, Rick, you have to number one, only drink two cups of coffee a day. Amen. Oh, and and I said I said. I, you know, I, you know, so I wasn't happy. But so far, I've kept, I've, I, you know, I've kept at two, at two cups a day. Um, and I, what's that? Well, just honestly, it's, it's normal size cups. I mean, that last time it it kind of it kind of scared me. Uh, and so I'm trying to obey to 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 obey, to obey the doctor. Uh, so uh, that's just kind of a long story short. So thank you all for, for your prayers. Uh, I, I, go, I go back to the doctor in six weeks, and I go back to my regular doctor next week. Um, and then they, they, they don't, the older get, the more I know about doctors, and all, all the fancy words they use. Sometimes I'm starting to, to learn what they mean. But uh, in Mark chapter six uh, tonight, uh, with with uh, I had it all planned. I was I was, was going to preach a message that I, I preached I preached before, you know. And I, I got up this morning. I, I thought I was good to go. And I got down to the church this morning, uh, and I felt very very uneasy about the other sermons I'd picked out. I was going to preach tonight, and I started studying something else. So this is a new message, uh, and so uh, we'll see how it comes out tonight. Father, I love you. I do thank you for this night. I thank you for your blessings. I thank you for your goodness to us. And Lord, as always, we thank you for the opportunity to be here this evening. God, I pray that you would bless your word. Lord, I pray you would hide me behind the cross. And uh, Father, Lord, help all things be done for your honor and your, and your glory this evening. Lord, I, I simply want to continue uh, just the theme I've been preaching on hope for, for several weeks now. Uh, Lord, uh, the, the, the thing, thing of compassion. And Father, Lord, I pray you'd help me to learn more about what compassion is and how to show com compassion. Lord, thank you for the example we see here of Christ uh, and his compassion for others. Uh, we ask these things in Christ's name. Amen. Uh, if you could look at Mark chapter 6, we're going we're to read uh, verse, 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 verse 30 uh, through 34 for our text verses tonight. Uh, the, 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 the title, the message, it's Attitude of God's Servant Toward Others, Part 1. 
so I, 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 I'll be preaching this hopefully this Sunday down at Hope, and then and then now we'll be working on, on part two. Uh, but Mark chapter six and verse thirty, and the apostles gathered themselves together unto Jesus and told him all things, both what they had done and what and what they had taught. And he said unto them, Come yourselves apart into a desert place and rest a while, for there were many coming and, and going, and they had no leisure and so much to eat. And they departed into a desert place and into a, a place by ship privately. And the, when the people saw them departing, and many knew him, and ran thither out of all the cities, and outwent them, and came together unto him. Verse 34, And Jesus, when he came out, saw much people, and was moved with compassion toward them, because they were as a sheep not having a shepherd, and began to teach them many things. And let's just go ahead and read a few more verses. Verse 35, And when the day was far spent, his disciples came unto him, and said, This is a desert place, and now the time is far past. Send them away that they may go into the country round about into the villages and buy themselves bread, for they have nothing to eat. He answered and said unto them, Give ye them to eat. And they said unto him, Shall we go and buy two hundred penny worth of bread and give, give them to eat? He saith unto them, How many loaves have you? Go and see. And when they knew, they said, They say, Five and two fishes. And he commanded them to make all sit down by companies upon green pastures. And they sat down in ranks by hundreds and by fifties. And when he had taken the five loaves and two fishes, he looked up to heaven and blessed and brake the loaves and gave them to to the his disciples who sat before them. And the two two fishes divided among them all. And they they did all eat and were filled. And when they took up the twelve baskets full of the, of the fragments and fishes, and they and they did eat the loaves were about about five five thousand men. Uh, so I'm, I'm, I'm going to go back. You know, uh, we, we, of course, we, we know that if you look at book of Matthew, they, and Matthew gives us a picture uh, uh, with, uh, of Christ as king. We know that they, and Mark gives us a picture of Christ as servant. We know that, uh, that, that, that Luke gives us a picture of Christ as man, and uh, in the book of John gives us a picture of Christ as deity. So tonight, I'm, I'm, I'm going to look at the, 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 the compassion or the attitude uh, of Christ, uh, Christ to, 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 uh, to, to, uh, toward others. Well, I want to have two points tonight. The first point is we, we see that he cares about others in verse 30 and, or in 32. Verse 30. And the apostles gathered themselves together unto Jesus and told him all things, both what they had done and what, and, and what they had taught. And he, he said to them, Come yourselves apart into a, a, a desert place. So we, we, we see that they, they, they were there to begin to rehearse what had just happened. Look over to chapter 6. In verse seven, where we're going to see uh, what they were telling him, telling him about, chapter six, verse six, and he marvelled, and he marvelled because of their unbelief, and he went around about the villages teaching, teaching, verse seven, and he called unto them the twelve, those those that here in verse thirty, he called unto him the twelve, and began to send them forth by two and two, and gave them power over unclean spirits, and he command, he commanded them that they should take nothing for their journey. Save a staff only, no script, no bread, no money in their purse, but, uh, but be shod with sandals and not, and not put on two coats. And he said unto them, In what, what place wherever you enter into the house, there abide till you depart from that, that place. And, whatsoever, and whosoever shall not receive you uh, nor hear you, when you depart thence, shake off the dust under your feet for a testimony against them. Verily I say unto you, it shall, it shall be no more taller for Sodom and Gomorrah in that day than the judgment that, that, 
than for that city. And they went out and preached that men should, should repent. In verse 31, if we see here, verse 13, we see what they did. I said, uh, and, they, 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 and they cast out many, many devils and anointed uh, sick with oil. And, uh, and me that was sick were healed. So they, 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 they went out and they came back with a good, a, a good report. And we, we see here, you know, first of all, that they were, they were excited with what, what, what God had done. Look over at Ephesians chapter 2, verse 10. We see that, that it's good to be excited about the things of the Lord and, and, and to do things. Look, Ephesians chapter 2, verse 10. <clears throat> Ephesians 2, 10. The, 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 the idea of service, it, 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 it's good to be excited about our service. Ephesians chapter 2 and verse 10. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus, and two good works which God before ordained that we should walk in them. So, you know, so, you know with, uh, it's good to be in, in, in actively love the Lord's work. Then look over to Psalm 8410. Psalm 8410. We're going to go back to all this here in just a second. Psalm 8410. So, Psalm 884, verse 10. Uh, this is just kind of the idea that, 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 that all service to the Lord is important. Psalm 84.10. For a day in the courts is better than a, a thousand. I had rather be a doorkeeper in the house of God, a house of my God, than to dwell in the tents of w- 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 wickedness. So, you know, so, so, you know they, they, they thank the Lord for, for folks that serve and, 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 you know, um, and you know, do, 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 do things for, for the Lord. Those what we call big things and small things as well, that, that, that they're all important to God's eyes. So we, we see that they, they, were all, they, were all, they were all excited about these things. And look back to verse 31. Verse 31, so in the first verse, we, uh, we, uh, we, uh, we, we see the commotion. Uh, they were excited about it. And in this, here in the next verse, we, we see the, the counsel of the Lord. And, he, and he, he, says, he said to them, Come you apart yourselves, you desert a place, and rest a while. You know, we see here that he was concerned about, about the disciples. He, 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 he was concerned about how they, 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 they'd work. You know, and, you know I'm, I'm sure they was tired. You know, and so we, we see the first point is that he looked around at all of the labors, and he was concerned for them. Uh, look, look over to Eli, uh, look at uh, 1 Kings 14. And, you know, the idea, you know, I, I thought, well, I, I, well, you know, some reasons that he may have been concerned. Look at 1 Kings chapter 19. Yes. 1 Kings chapter 19. I'm trying to speed read my notes. Just kidding. 1 Kings chapter 19, verse 4 through 8. The, the reason, maybe, maybe he called them to rest. Verse 4. Uh, uh, speaking of Elijah, but he himself went a day's journey into the wilderness and came and sat down under a juniper tree. He requested for himself that he might die. He, he was just tired. And he said, it is enough. Now, O Lord, take away my life, for I am not better than my father's. And he, and he lay and slept under the juniper tree. Behold, behold, an angel touched him and said to him, Arise and eat. And he looked, and behold, there came a, a, a cake bacon on the coals and a cruise of water at his head. And he did eat and drink and laid him down again. And the angel of the Lord came the second time and touched him and said, Arise and eat, because the journey is too great for thee. So we, 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 we see, you know, it could have been that the disciples was tired, you know, and then the Lord knew they would need 
rest. There's other commentators that said, you know, it, it could be that he wanted him to stop and, and to reflect on what God, what, had, what, had, what God had done and make sure, you know, make sure that they, you know, that, that they, they didn't take the glory for themselves. So we, we see in verse 30 the commotion. We see in verse 31 uh, the cause. There's some things about the labor. Now let's go down to verse 33. Back, back to the book of Mark, chapter 6, verse 33. We see, we see that he cares not only about the laborers, but he cares, he cares about the sheep as well. In verse 33. And the people saw him departing, and many knew him, ran afoot thither, and the cities uh, um, outwent them, and came together unto him. Verse 34, and Jesus, Jesus, when he came out, saw much people, and was moved with compassion toward them, because they were sheep not having a shepherd. And he began to teach them many things. You know, that idea, you know, is that he, he was moved with, with, with a compassion. I, I begin to think, you know, look up, look up some things about the direct of compassion. And, and, and normally if we see a person go through a hard time or we see a, a need, then there's normally four things. Number one is, is apathy. You know, we, we, we look at them and we, I mean, we see the need but just don't care. You know, there's a lot of folks today that, you know, they, they see a need and they, they just don't care. And the idea of sympathy is we see a need and we, and we, you know, and we know about how we feel, and that's about as far as that goes. It's sympathy, we see a need and we know, we know how they feel, or, the, or, or empathy, which is a little bit stronger than sympathy, or that there, 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 there is compassion. Look over, if you would, to Exodus chapter 2, verse 6. The first time compassion mentioned, I think it's 41 times in the Bible. I think it's 20 in the New Testament and 21 in the Old Look at Exodus chapter 2, verse 6. The first time compassion is, is mentioned. Exodus chapter 2, verse 6. So we, we see number one, that Christ had compassion on, on the laborers. Ephesians chapter 2, I mean, uh, uh, Exodus chapter 2 and verse 6. So let's look at verse 1. Uh, and, and, and there went a man to the house of Levi and took to wife a daughter of Levi. And the woman conceived and bare a son, and when she saw him, that he was, good, he was a goodly child, and hid him three months. And when she could, not, could no longer hide him, she took him an ark of bulrushes and, and daubed it and slimed with pitch and put the child therein, and she laid it in the flags by the river banks. Her sister, her sister stood afar off to wit what would be done to him. Verse 5, And the daughter of Pharaoh came down to wash herself at the river, and the maidens walked by, by the riverside, and when she saw the ark among the thieves, she sent her maid to fetch it. Verse 6, And when she had opened it, she saw the child, and behold, the babe wept, and she had compassion on him. So the, the first time compassion is mentioned, it's here in, in Exodus, uh, but, you know, I got compassion on him, and she, she said, that, 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 you know, so, so we see the, you know, the, the, idea, the idea of compassion as if what compassion is. Um, go back to Mark uh, Six again. Actually, they did just the foundation for a much longer lesson, but we're going to get to foundation night. Mark six, thirty-four. So you get, you get, keep in mind he had compassion on, with on the laborers, and we see here he has compassion on, on the sheep. Um, Mark chapter six and verse thirty-four. That and. 
and Jesus, when he, had when, when he came out, saw much people and was, was moved with compassion toward them because they were sheep not having a shepherd. So, no, no, remember, one, he, he had compassion because they, 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 were, they were sheep not having a shepherd. The idea, we, we've all heard that, you know, about sheep. We, we, we know that sheep, they can't find their own way. We, we, we all know that they're defenseless. We all know that they've, they've been called, you know, they're, they're dumb, and they can't survive without a shepherd. So we see here, he had compassion on them because they were sheep not, not having, 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 having a shepherd. And then in verse 34 as well, he said, and, and Jesus went out and said, saw much people. He saw, he saw they, it's all, all kind of people there. And then uh, look, at, look at back to 34 again. Uh, and then the last part, he began to teach them many things. The idea is this, that Christ had compassion on the laborers, He's out to minister. He had compassion on the sheep as a whole. He had compassion on the sheep and individuals. And then he took time to teach them. My thought tonight is this. It's very simple. For the first part of the lesson, it simply is this. Do we have Christ-like compassion? Do we as individuals have Christ-like compassion? As I said in my office this morning, I shared with him some things. He, 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 said, he, said, I, he said, I'm not going to. <laughs> I said, you're not right with God. <laughs> I said, I love you, but you're not right with God. You know, and he, he said, well, he said, our neighbors, I despise them. You know, and he went out hit a whole list of things. He said, I, I dream about the days their house burns down. I dream, I dream one day that I burn their house down. I can't stand to see them. I, 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 can't stand, I can't stand to talk to them. I said, you can't be right with God with that attitude. You don't have compassion. And this guy's been in church a long time. I'm afraid sometimes in life we know about compassion and we know how to define compassion and we have compassion to a, a point. But we see compassion through our eyes, through the way that we're, that we're raised, you know, the things we accept, things that we, we don't accept, and we don't see compassion through the eyes of Christ. So the first part of the sermon is it simply is this, that we may see compassion through the eyes of Christ. Number one, through <clears throat> to other believers, the laborers. He was concerned about the laborers. He said, let's go aside, let's rest, I'm going to teach you some more things. And he took time to, to make sure that the laborers were, were, to, were taken care of. Sometimes in church, we get so used to each other, I won't call my wife up here. It's killing me, but I won't call my wife up here tonight. It'd be the first time. That's my goal, not call Lydia up here tonight. I might call Daniel, but not, not Lydia. But, you know, you know, you know uh, sometimes we get so used to people that we lose our, we lose our compassion. We, we, get, we get so used to our husbands, our wives, our children, people at, people at church that we see every week that we've known for years and years and, and years. And our compassion kind of gets, eh, we have compassion to a point. But do I really understand the compassion of Christ? Christ saw the very worst of all the sheep. Christ saw them individually. He, he saw them, uh, you know, I, I, and, and he still loved them. He still had compassion on them. So now remember, remember one, as believers in Christ and workers together in the house of God, let's step back again and say, do I have compassion on those Workers here at Cazadol Baptist Temple. Folks that come here every Sunday morning, Sunday night, 
and, thir and Thursday night? Do I have compassion? Or, or, or am I short to lash back out at them because I've known them so long? Because they, they understand me. It's just the way I was raised. I mean, we, we have all kinds of excuses. But in life, Christ had compassion. Not only on the laborers, but the sheep as well. We live today in a wicked world. And this world is not getting any better. And when we need to step back and look, when we see lost people, see them how Christ sees them. As sinners dying going to hell. Over, you know, Matthew says, to love your neighbors as yourself. Those that are lost, love them as ourselves. The best definition I've heard, I've heard of loving neighbors like yourself, an old preacher, what he once said, that uh, you, uh, that you're on the way home, you get on your street, and you see fire trucks and smoke uh, with, around your house. And you get there, and you look, you look up, and it, it's your neighbor's house. Love our neighbors ourselves would, would say, I wish that was my house instead of theirs. I wish that was my house in, 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 instead of theirs. Our, our view of love sometimes depends upon how we're raised, how we're taught, and we don't see it through the eyes of Christ. My, uh, my dad was not a very compassionate man before he got saved. But God worked a great work in his life. He became compassionate. But many times, I think, like my dad does sometimes, the way I was raised, I was 21 when, dad, when daddy got saved. I was raised down in Elmwood. Elmwood was, was a whole lot known for their compassion among each other. It was every man for himself, you know, just, you know, you get me, I get you. I, and it's still there. I got, I got some office this morning. He said, I was always told, you know, if they get you, you get them. He's been saved 40 years. I said, that's not compassion on your neighbor. But folks, in our lives, we get so used to compassion, we forget that true, true biblical compassion. It's when I look at others, and I just love them, period. And I'm willing to go and to help them, and I, you know, and I, I will try to lead them to, 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 to Christ. I'm... I'm convinced we can't really minister to each other nor to people. So first, we have compassion. Brother Price managed to have some people have asked him about a Bible study. Did they do it the first time they met you? It took what? A year? A little over a year. And then they say, can we, can, can we have a Bible study? What it was, he's been there. He's talked to them. He's spent time with them. Now they're open to a Bible study. In life, do we really have compassion like Christ did? I think many times ours is more sympathy, just a little added to it. We see, we understand, we feel, and we want to help, and we go to a, a, to a point, that idea of compassion. And then the last thought is this. I rubbed it out. Why was Jesus able to have compassion on so many different kinds of people in so many situations? Because Jesus, even though he knew their thoughts, he did not let that get in the way of his compassion expression of love. Tonight, 
Do we have, compa- we have compassion on, on each other? Or are, are we short-tempered? Tonight, when it comes to the, to, 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 to the lost, look at Philippians 2.4. Philippians 2.4. Philippians chapter 2 verse 4 Look not every man on his own things but every man on the things of others let not every man let, look not every man on his own things but every man on the things of others now look over to Galatians 6:2 Galatians 6:2 I'm almost done short, I told you short Galatians 6:2 Galatians chapter 6 and remember verse 2. Bear you another one, one another's burdens and so fulfill the law of Christ. And Matthew 22, 39. I'm going to ask Daniel if you, if, you, if you come down front, Brother, Brother Daniel. He, he loves me. He just don't know it. Matthew 22, 39. You need to stay right there. Matthew 22, 39. This is a verse over a football ago. Jesus, verse 37. Jesus said unto him, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, and with all thy soul, and with all thy mind. This is the first and great commandment. And the second is likened to it. Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. I believe today to be effective in our, our outreach, in our, in our, 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 our ministries, is to love him like he, like I love myself, and to be and to be able to go to him and to my love him, I'm praying for him and mean it. This world can tell if we're if we're real or not. They can tell if we care or not. And many times we care, but not that much. In life, I challenge all day. This week, sit down, get on the Lord, and say, Lord, do I really have compassion on folks at church? At our church, we're not there yet. There's still some that will shake hands, but they don't like each other. It's a race issue down there sometimes. It's a struggle. But they need to learn compassion. They're brothers and sisters in Christ. Some personalities aren't quite the same. They rub each other wrong the wrong way. Every church has this. But folks, we, 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 need, we, need, we need to get past that. If we, if we see through the eyes of Christ... I don't care who they are, they're a brother of Christ, we love them. If they're lost, they know if we, if we have compassion or not. They can tell if I love their soul. They can tell if, if, if we care. And it doesn't matter how much we tell them until, until they know that, that we care, we have, a, we have a burden. Most of the time, they aren't, they aren't going aren't to listen. It's when I stop and invest in them and take time for them. See how easy that was? Thank you, Dan. Uh, all I'm, I'm saying is this. When, when I went to Hope, I asked God to help me learn how to be effective there in Hope. The church there had 
a not so good reputation before we were there. I'd, I'd drive down the driveway, and one neighbor next to us would turn, look the other way, wouldn't say hi, wouldn't wave. I'd walk down the street, knock on the doors. I would either get a door slam or words that shouldn't be said, you know, that. And I'd go to the town hall meetings every so often, and people would just sit there and stare at you. I said, God, what am I doing wrong? He said, just, look, just learn compassion. Just learn compassion, Rick. You need that. Now, praise the Lord to his honor and his glory. I went on the street. They all waved. I go to the town hall meeting. They ask us to pray. I go to the senior citizen meetings, and there's, and there's about four that came to church because of, of that. There's two that come every Wednesday night. I go to McDonald's this morning. I went to, I, went to uh, I switched. Don't tell my doctor. I switched, I switched between McDonald's and White Castle for breakfast this morning. I, 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 walked to, I got to White Castle this morning, and I got in church. I said, said, preacher, where's that one verse at? I opened the Bible. I said, here's that verse. He said, that's a good verse. That's a great verse, John. It took, it took two years of going, listening, and not reacting when they hurt me, not reacting in a, in a harsh way. We, ne we never dip the colors. We never dip the banner, and we never compromise. I'm not saying we don't compromise, period. We stand true. But until I can, I can see past all their faults and love their soul, we can't, we, we can't reach them. Until I see the folks here at church, until I see past their faults and, and know that they're part of the laborers there, and, you know, and I can love them because I love them, not because they're you know, past their faults. Many times we react not out of compassion. We, we react out of flesh. So this week, again, that same question, do we have the compassion of Christ or do we have the compassion of the flesh? I can watch a sad movie and cry. I don't, I don't watch sad movies because I cry. I hate to cry with stupid, sad movies. Dog dies, I want to cry. I, I, that's compassion of the flesh. But when somebody has wronged me and they've cursed me, and I still love them and cry for their soul. That's compassion. Christ-like compassion. But I'm not asking if you have compassion of the flesh. You have compassion like, like, like Christ has. Father, Lord, I love you today.